Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Case Corner. If you're a first-time listener, thank you for coming. If you're coming back, hey, welcome back. Thank you. Um, just before we get started, I just want to say thank you to everybody that has listened to the last episode and sent in their feedbacks and all of that good stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for taking your time to listen. And if you have come back because you enjoyed the last one, hey, welcome and thank you for coming back. On today's episode, I have a guest, as you can probably tell from the title. And this is one of my my rich friends, my senior, my senior man in the city. Um, you know. Um, yeah, thanks for and again. The funny thing is, this is sort of last minute that I sort of put him in. Like, hey, are you busy? Do you want to record with me? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, sure, do it. So, guys, if you see him on the road, tell him Kate Kate said thank you. And without further ado, let me introduce Chooks, a.k.a. Tiara's daddy. A.k.a. I'll leave the rest, but, you know, introduce, let me, you know, Chooks. Chooks is here with me today, and we're going to be recording together. We're going to be like talking about some something very interesting and relatable to a lot of us. So thank you very much for coming, Chooks. And hi. Hi, Chooks. How are you? Hi, everyone. Me um, and I know I don't know where I got the rich friend from. But anyway, I'm happy to be here. And um, yeah, glad to be on Kay's Corner. Yeah, welcome to Kay's little corner, you know. <laughs> yeah, the first, yeah, the first guest. If I had a soundboard, I would have given you like no me, I could stand myself now. Whoop, 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 yeah, whoop, 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 whoop. that's the energy. That's <laughs> I love that. So before we get started, let me just do a little quick. I'll just throw let me just attack you real quick. Why do you okay. hate this kid? Guy, you know, <laughs> you've not let this thing, you've not let this thing rest since I'll I don't hate I don't hate whiskey. I just I know it's kind of an overused word, but I think he's overrated in the sense that his songs kind of don't appeal to me. But he's not the only one. He's not the only one. Like Whiskey, which, David Doe. Which, which leads me to the next question. Who do you like? I did. I was coming. <laughs> well, I mean, apart from, like, apart from, apart from those, so Amadi. No, even though so self, I went for a show and it was it was less anyway. But passenger, anyone that knows me knows I like passenger, and that is it. So, but any other person is just okay to me. But yeah, mm. for Nigerian artists, who do I like? Who do I like? Well, I don't know, man. I, I honestly so, don't so, know. In a nutshell, according to if I were to describe you according to what the internet people describe you, a hater, poor hater, a pure hater. You have nothing but hate left. No, that that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Hate, hate is such a strong word, you know. Like, <laughs> I like Afro beats. Like I will listen to Afro beats here and there, but I, I I'm not a fanatic. Let's just let's just leave it at that. Like oh, okay. you never you never catch me saying oh 30 BG. Oh, you're not, you're, not, you're not repping, you're not repping the gang. Rep what? That's the thing. There's nothing repable, so to speak. So, like, <laughs> at least for me, oh, yeah. So, yeah, Anyways, I know you don't, you don't let the views, go, but... the views expressed by tricks on this podcast are of tricks <laughs> and tricks alone. You know, um, Case Connor does not take responsibility for 
the words and the opinions of its guests right now and future guests. Nah, so, so, funny so. thing, fun fact, like, I met Chooks playing football like two years ago now? Is it two? Yeah. It was two winters ago, right? Yeah. It sound like we're in Game of Thrones. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it was two, yeah, yeah. It was two winters ago and and we just sort of like we gelled. It didn't like, you know, we supported the same team. So basically we've been in this, we've been in this Chelsea banter era together. Yes. You know, <laughs> and from there it's just been, you know, and I met his wife and then met his kid and subsequently just and Trux is one of my one of my few friends. I'll say few because I'll never beat the allegations of me knowing everybody. So I'll wow. say I'll say few sorry, friends. sorry. Um, can you just <laughs> say that again slowly, please? Just I I will never time. beat I will never beat the allegations of knowing everybody. Nah, at this point, at this point, uh, I've given up on it. I'm, I'm taking even... a picture of this moment, so I always, <laughs> in case you want to deny, I'll say no. But you if you think, you if you think, if you think I know people. Then you've not met Trucks. Trucks even knows. Trucks knows more. That's not, not, <laughs> and, not know, guilty. Like I've met, I've met, I've met some other people through, like you know, knowing Trucks, you know, and all of that. And he has a lovely, beautiful family. And speaking of friendship, today, um, so I brought Trucks on because you know, there's there's always a discussion about how, as adults, as millennial adults, how we navigate our friendships and how we handle friendships in general compared to like you know how it used to be and for us as a as immigrants is also like a different layer as far you're living every you've left everything that you've known behind your whole life and you know you're, you're entering into this new world and you need to like you know you need your people and i think it's like me and trick sort of have like a sort of similar ish background you've left nigeria to go to somewhere and then you've now left that somewhere to now come to Canada, right? Without without specifying details. So, like, what was what was it like for you? Like, you know, what was that first move like? Like, I don't. What age did you move for the first time? Um. Well, for me, I don't mind specifying actually. So, I moved in. Uh, I think it was twenty thirteen. I was under twenty five. Let's just say. So I moved in 2013 to the US. I moved in 2013. So I mean, but I mean, it's quick maths can give anyone an idea. But anyway, then, yeah. so I moved to the US uh, 2013, and it was tough. I mean, the first year, and the thing, the thing was for me, I didn't even understand what. I should have expected like the idea of like oh friendship um family um relationships wasn't even on my mind at the time it was just oh was i going to get a visa or not and then when i did get the visa it was just oh okay i'm traveling I'm yeah i'm leaving uh, you, you understand so it wasn't until what a month two months in and at that time, like I went for masters and I had settled in, I had, I had registered for my courses. I had a pretty steady routine, like, okay, my classes were in the evening. So from, I think it was 7 p.m. to like 10 p.m. 
it was basically evening classes mostly for most my master's program. Yeah, most of the time. So, but then nothing else to do. Like the whole day, I would just be at home, and then maybe I would clown myself that oh, I have assignments to do, I have groceries <laughs> to do, and all that. But then assignments easy. Yeah, like you go, then I'll take a walk, twenty minutes, go buy stuff, come back. But there was a lot of time that I was just left just watching TV shows. I got bored. I watched TV shows. I got tired, and then there was just nothing else to do. So, like two, three months in, I was like, okay, what next? And I started getting depressed because. Then that was when I said that was the first time experiencing um is it called shorter days, longer nights. Like basically when the day Ooh, goes that first, dark. That first, yeah, that first that first, first night time at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was just like, okay, so four or five p.m. and I'm getting ready to go for my classes, and then I go and then I come back 10 p.m. and I'm just there. Then but the, there were days at least once or twice a week that I was free. And I would just be there, literally. So I had so much time on my hands that I didn't know what to do with it. And I was just watching TV and then just clowning, basically. Just I would just walk around the house and go out. Basically, I just found myself eating a lot. Mm. And I you were sort just... of... So, like, I think for me, right? For me, I'm, I left a bit younger. So... I've not even so like so I was in this space of the friends that I have or the people that I've known like I've known them for you know we're going we're getting to our teenage years together and we're finishing secondary school and then boom I've left there wasn't Twitter then you know Facebook was only just starting not everybody was on Facebook right yeah like so I'm boom I've left and I've gone into a space where I'm encroaching into other people's friendships. Mm, okay. Do you get like, you know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a teenager. Those guys have already, so it's just the way I've known my guys from when I was eight, nine to a certain point. They've also known their friends from when they were probably in kindergarten. Like they've probably all gone to the same primary school, same secondary school. You know, they all lived around each other. Like they've all been friends. They've known each other. And I'm the one that's like, oh, this new guy. And I had to do new guy. And it was not fun. And I tell anyone that cares to listen, like, that period was... I didn't like it. Yeah. Like, looking back at it now, like, it was not It was not really a good time. Like, well, for me, for me, I, I actually look back and uh, I, always, I always see it as a period where I actually learned a lot because um after like so for you for you um you as you mentioned like you kind of had friends already and then even though they they somewhere not with you and then you had to encroach on friendships but for me I didn't I didn't have any like there were a few friends that we went to school together that were in the US as well but none or I, I didn't know anyone at the time that's were in Massachusetts, which was the state where I was in. So for me, I had to start from zero. And it, it didn't, like, it took, um, so I came in through, like, a third-party program. I think it was called Navitas or something. And then 
they had like during like um orientation and stuff then i met a few nigerians here and there and also added to the fact that i was a shy person in so i was always like ah, make i know talk now before this person go for the go look now you get all those guys so for the go, i was for the go look you say waiting you get exactly which is what you find so i was shy and i kind of felt like i needed to stay in my shell but to that day the, the initial two three month period after that period was when i started actually talking to people and to be fair that's why when i that's why i said that i look back at that period as when as the period where I actually learned and started to grow as a person, which is a strange thing to say because I was a graduate, but I think we, we, we always keep learning as we grow. So that period, I basically met a few Nigerians and then we started to talk. And then one day was just, um, I think it was Ike Chiku, that was his name then. He was like, okay, ah, do you want to come over? Let's play a game. It was literally game. That's ah, come, make we play a game. And I went yeah. to their house and then I noticed that I wasn't the only one. There are other people there. So mm. in just sitting there uh, playing game, everybody waiting for who will lose next person. You get waiting for part. And then at the end of the day, maybe I played what five games max, but just that banter meeting people. Ah, yeah. I met this person. Oh, my name is Fate. Oh, my name is Unze. My name, like things like that. And then I was just like, okay. Okay, it's not that and bad. It's not that bad. And then tomorrow, like the next day, or maybe in two weeks, or I started thinking, oh, I want to get a car, or I want to get a license. I want to do, oh, how who can I ask? You get so I I could have gone online. I think I did go online, but then I always feel like um you need as much information as you can get. So sometimes you can just go online and say, okay, this is how to do it. But if you have someone, and then you feel like, oh, you need to talk. That's what I can now. I could now pick up the phone and say, and say, oh, Ikealfa, I want to do this, 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 this. And be like, ah, I, I know this person. I know this person. I will send this person's number. And it's things like that that help you start to build that community. And then the next time you're speaking to someone, and the person is like, oh, I need this. And I'm like, oh, okay, I know somebody through this person. And yeah. that was how that communication started to increase. And before I knew it, I think by, and yeah, I come to think of it as at the time I was staying in, um, I was staying in school housing. I was paying student, student, student housing. Yeah. But, and then these guys were living off campus. Yeah. I was, so I went, ah, with how much you guys pay? Is it through the school? And you're like, oh no, you can't rent. So information that was. That you would never have known if you didn't, if you didn't meet these people. If you didn't meet these people. And then I was like, okay, okay. So they helped me like actually set down roots instead of just living like a student. So I, I, I didn't even know that you didn't have to live like a student. You didn't have to stay on school. <laughs> like, yeah, but I didn't know me coming from Nigeria. I was just like, ah, make I just did my name. You get You get So that helped me. And that was how it grew. I think that was my first experience. And then it just got better from there. So when the second time came around, when I moved to Canada, it was easier for me then because I leveraged all of that knowledge, all of that intelligence, all of that know-how and the experience that I already had. Plus, yeah. I also had people this time around that I already knew that I could easily say, ah, Alpha, where are you? Are you here? Oh, you're here. And then it was easier. So yeah, that laid the groundwork and made it easier for me second time around. But the first time it was tough. 
so I want to take it back, right? So, like, you know, you're growing up. Yeah. I feel like, no, because nobody ever defines how you make your friends. Or nobody ever tells you, you know, as a young person, like your child, whoever you're in the same school with is mm-hmm. your friend. Your mommy's friend's child that comes around your house a lot is your friend. You know, your fr- your dad's friend. That's like how you sort of like, well, at, at least for me, Sha. Meets people. Meets people. Like your initial set of friends, you know, people that are in your class, people that you get along with, people that, you know, you play ball. If you if you play the ball, if you play ball on the streets, people, the guys who play ball with, or even friends of like those guys, right? That are from other places, you guys become sort of become friends like how like how did you sort of define the guys that were you're going that were like the people that you would call your friends from like a younger period how did you how did you make those friends like what was that process like was it was there much thought into it because again you're young right you don't think you're not thinking of much you're just looking for the people that you have most fun with around how like you know what was that process like for you yeah for me um growing up it was mostly my cousins um because we had this like we always used to travel to the village in like uh, in december so for me just growing up initially was mainly my cousins that oh oh but even though we didn't used to live in the same city like my cousins then they used to live in delta state but that was my first like oh i knew these people and then we had age mates so um because i have siblings right and then they too had like different kids of different ages so everyone just basically had that oh this is my own age mate so this is my friend you get so the, for me that was my first like um experience but um growing up further um from primary school i i have i still remember having making a few friends in primary school then and then secondary school but yeah it's mainly been family and then school you know what's you know what's crazy or the people from primary school that are still my friends. Funny I... story. Recently, I met, <laughs> I, I hung out with a friend of mine that we were in the same primary school. Like, we, we met up. And honestly, now, I think social media makes it better. It makes back it easier. Then, yeah, it makes it easier. Back then, there wasn't social media. Yeah. So, back then, for me, it was just... And I think I grew up in a neighborhood where my parents were like, oh, don't go out, don't play ball. Where did you grow up? Do this. Uh, I grew up in... If I could look at government area, <laughs> let's just leave it at that. <laughs> so yeah, so 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 yeah, so my parents were always like, Oh, don't go out. And so when we're at home, we never really used to go out and play, even though sometimes I would still go out and play with mm-hmm. our ball on the street yeah. and play ball and what yeah, so, so basically your parents wanted to shield you from yes, they from tried. what they saw, what they saw outside. Of- yes. Yes, so which that's a very tried. so now that's a very good point, right? But kids, your parents tell you don't play with this person, or they don't want you hanging out with that person. Were you the kind of person like because me, I know as much as my mom was like, I don't want you hanging out with these people. Those are the people that ended up becoming like my friends. Oh, sorry, one second. Excuse me. Those are the guys that ended up becoming my first set of like friends in the neighborhood, right? Those are the guys that I got in trouble with. Those are the guys that a lot of my a lot of my memories from ages from age ten to like fourteen, fifteen, like that. The my core memories were sort of like formed with these guys. And even though we've grown, we're not we're not living in the same places. We don't live in the same. You know, we don't speak every day. But like 
when we talk every now and then, you just remember, ah, you remember when we did this, and we just start laughing. Like, did you did you eventually like decide to like well mom's no one may I follow this person play, but now this person could be my guy? Did you do that or it was just the little sneaking out hand um, like sneak out and sneaking, you know, you go and play ball, you come back home quickly, you wash your leg and st- and stay at home. That's sort of yeah, thing. yeah. The second one, because it wasn't cautious. Like I didn't, I didn't understand. Um, yeah. especially when they would say, "Oh, don't talk to this person or don't go out," because my parents were like, "Oh, don't go out. Like just stay indoors." But me, I didn't, I, I, I didn't listen, especially because me, I love to play ball. So that football one, no, me, I know the year would. So that one, I would always just run, sneak out, and then I would. So when maybe I see when someone would say, ah. Your mom is or your dad is coming, oh, they are coming from the down the street. <laughs> then I would run inside and then so quickly but, run. Yeah, but also now now looking back at it, it didn't actually make sense because at the end of the day, I, I'm thinking back now and I'm remembering the other times that maybe other people didn't have lights in our compound and there was maybe like a show or something that oh people wanted to watch. But when those people, same people that my parents would say, oh, don't talk to them, when they would actually come and knock and say, ah, mommy, I beg, we want to watch this thing, she won't say no yeah. to them. So, like, but, <laughs> yeah, but in private, they'll say, ah, no, 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 don't, don't talk to this person, don't do I mean, and I think, yeah. I think parents, the parents, parents had their points. They had their yes. reasons as to yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, like, had their reasons. As a grown-up, as a grown-up now, like, thinking about it, like, those things that we were, those things that, you know, around me, I didn't need to be exposed to it at that age. Like, I had no business at the age of 10, 11, being in a gaming center where people were gambling heavily. Hmm, you get? Like, I look back at it, right? And whether you like it or not, your the first set of bad influences would come from your friends. <laughs> What no now that you now that you when you put it like that, <laughs> when you put it like that, it actually makes sense. But yeah. but I'm still I'm still leaning into my own thought. Like you wanted, my you own still want I, 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 I still you probably still wanted to do it, but yeah, I still wanted you to got, do it. You got a certain level of encouragement from being around people that were probably doing the same thing, or yeah, or being around, you know, like one thing I don't one thing I don't think I felt. I didn't think I fell into is the drinking or the smoking thing, right? Because I was never really going to do that. But I remember the f- a lot of my friends growing up. I remember the first time they drank. It was one star bottle that three of them was three of them or so shared. Like it was the big At star bottle. Do you, do you have an they, idea? They might have been slightly older. They might have been like a year or two older than me. But that time I was like 12, 13. Hmm, interesting. Which was, you know, like it is what it is, right? I'm not, you know, again, people get into like their vices at certain ages, at different ages. And shout out to them. Hmm. But, but now, now that you say that, and I'm thinking back, and I'm like, for me, maybe you are either their, their protection, you. maybe their actually their protection actually worked because I wasn't influenced by those things. I think I, I may, or maybe I'm just I was just a late bloomer because. I didn't have my first drink till after secondary school. So that mm. means that, that maybe my parents actually did something right. Because before then, 
I would oh, because I remember now I used to always go and watch football, Chelsea back then, you know, those places that would pay, yeah, game, game. Naira, View, viewing center, yeah, viewing centers. But all those drinking and smoking did not. I, I think even then, I remember that I used to smell like I knew what the smell of um cannabis was, but I didn't know what it was. You understand? Mm. So somehow, maybe... Oh, no, that one. I think, I think me, I got exposed to that one pretty, at a pretty young age. The, the, my neighborhood, the neighborhood I lived in... Yeah, but that's, that, pretty... that's the point I'm making. That's the point I'm making that I was exposed to it, but I didn't know what it was. So maybe because of the protection that my parents um, instilled, there was no one that, would, that actually took me by the hand and said, ah, this thing is this, or you had tried like this, or you had drink like you get. But so mm. even though like it was around me, I could see it. No one, I didn't have that influence or that human influence to just say, yeah. okay, maybe if I had known that this is what this thing does, I would have said, oh, okay, ah, let me try it. Mm. But now that I remember, like I remember, like I remember that I used to smell all those things. I used to see Chelsea dry gin. I would just be like, ah, what's this? What's this? But I never really used to think about it. Even though I know the alcohol was maybe alcohol is a little different because I know when we traveled to the village there, there was pan wine, there was 501 and all those drinks there, but they were just bitter. I just said that what is this? Like it wasn't sweet. <laughs> so but yeah. I didn't understand. Maybe no one actually told me that ah, if you drink this, it will make you feel somehow, or it make you feel like this, then maybe I would have more put to trying it. So somehow. I guess maybe the protection worked in a way because for me it wasn't until later it was actually second after secondary school that I know that yes that's why you knew so the, <laughs> so your so so your inf- like if if anything your influence sort of came at university for secondary level like that's why you like university the... yes university fair enough all right yeah. so like back to like the whole friendship and you know making friends like when so you moved to Canada yeah. You're a full adults. Yeah. Still still single at the time, right? Um not single, no. I was I wasn't single before I moved to Canada. Okay, but then like you've moved in, you've moved again, you're coming in, you barely know people. Yeah. Well, so, that's the thing, not really. So the, moving to Canada, I already knew people. Okay. I already knew people. So I knew at least one person that um that i was coming that actually helped me settle in settle and yeah i knew other people that were in canada i just i just needed to reach out to them at some point so that's Mm -hmm. why there's a kind there's a difference because even like even moving to just me i i knew enough to know that i was going to create that community for myself and i already kind of had the the know-how to Mm -hmm. do it okay so it wasn't it, like it, it wasn't that I knew what to expect this time around. I knew what I wanted and I knew how to get it. So even though I didn't have a lot of those friendships at the time, I knew that I would I, I knew what I needed to do to create them and I was willing to do it. I knew I was going to do it. So my thing so like my my thing now is we're adults now, right? Yeah. And a lot of times I'll use us guys, for example. A lot of times, we don't always define what sort of friendship we have with people. Like, you know, you meet somebody, you don't say, okay, this person will probably be my friend. This person, you know, 
would, would always just be somebody I know or how did you like you know like for me it's like it doesn't you don't just become my friend when I meet you it builds up right mm-hmm. it yep. takes it sort of you know I sort of take time I can see I can call you chairman I can call you senior man I can call you bros you know I might not even know your last name or care about your last name yeah but I will know you I will know you as that guy or I know you as oh so if I'm going to describe you to somebody I'm like you remember the guy that we met at this place is Mr. A's guy. Yeah. Right? So, but but then a lot of people would see that. A lot of people, people would see me outside. I would say hi to that person. And a lot of people like, everybody is your friend. Or you know everybody. So how do you sort of have that? Like, what, what do you use to distinguish, you know, between your acquaintance, your friend, your bro, your, you know, your go-to people, like, like in your Evian, inside your Evian but so do you have another Evian inside in the world of, of the great, in the world of, of the great poets? <laughs> That's another guy that hey, I like. He quotes, but you let's, like. let's leave that. No, no, no he quotes. <laughs> we get just leave it. But anyway, um, to answer your question, it's 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 a little tricky. I get where you're coming from because, um. As you said, like you, you all the easiest way to meet people or to meet new people is through other people, right? Mm. And and sometimes it's hard to define what those friendships are. But for me, what I think friendship is continuous or should be continuous in the sense that um the fact that someone is an acquaintance today, um it, they don't have to be labeled and just put in that acquaintance box forever and yeah forever now what what changes the terms of that friendship for me is just let me just use an easy phrase adulting so to speak mm. now um like for me like when i met you now i met you through um class b yeah yeah and how i met class b was during was through youth service so during nyc when come together oh, okay and okay. then and then even when that when friends friends like we like we let like you said we're acquaintances but then you know uh, we, yeah we knew of each other exactly uh, but then he was one of those that um i came into canada and it was even twitter like i just tweeted something and he was like our ah, guy are you in canada and then he yeah. reached out to me. So before before that um, contact, we were acquaintances, even mm. though we knew each other, right? But then after he reached out to me, and then we started talking, and then we like we kind of hung out once, and then hung out again, and then we just we, we I think when the more you Build so shared experiences. Consistency. Yeah, hanging out, hanging out for me. Is hanging too, out, it's too loose. It's too, it's too loose. Exactly. I yeah. think for me, it's the shared experiences. Like when you get to a point to that, oh, oh, this person, is my friend, that you feel like you want to. For me, the like for myself, um, yeah. when I get to a point where I feel like I have to put in or I need to put in the effort to build that friendship because I know that this person will do the same for me, right? Yeah. Then you know that, okay, maybe we're no longer acquaintances. But 
for to get there, it's that shared experience that okay, uh, I'm doing this. Uh, can I invite this person? And the thing is, um, the way I see it is like you have to give a little to get a little. It's like you have to gamble yeah. sometimes. You throw something you out. You throw something yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You throw you got, something you, out. You got, you got to throw something out and see. And, and see, see if it is received. Yes, and see if it's received. Like, yeah. And sometimes, sometimes people will also throw it out, throw out to you, and then you can decide if, oh, you want to respond or you're good. So yeah. it, it it depends. But for me, it's it's that it's that shared experience and that consciousness that okay, um, but hmm, I like this you. person. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Let me ask. But like sometimes when you've thrown out right, and it's not received sort of the way you would, you know, the way you'd have liked it for it to be received. Mm-hmm. Does it like, you know, uh, and, and for me, it's like, it's one of the things where it's like, I don't know if I want to continue. I don't know if I want to put myself out there. I don't want to make it look like I'm begging yeah, for someone to be my friend or for someone to, you know, be around me. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, the, we don't want to be a, and I think that comes with growing up, right? I think that comes with you being an adult. Because if you're when you're younger, you know, in your preteen, in your like younger years, if you want to play ball with somebody and they are not playing with you, you still try to continue say, oh, yeah, more play, more play, more play. Like you know, the person is not choosing you in their set, but you're still there, like, okay, I won't play, I won't play, I won't play. You know, mm-hmm. you don't think much to it, right? And maybe some at some point you guys eventually play, or at some point you guys eventually just become guys, just from that. But as an adult, like you throw it out there and the person has not, you know, it, they've responded in a lackadaisical, like, you know, nonchalant way. Like, are you looking at that as, do I want to try again? Do I want to put it out there again for somebody else? Do I, you know, am I, am I still, how do I put it? Am I still looking at making this friendship thing or trying to like make myself available for people to be friends with, you know, does that affect does that affect how you put it out there again? Or you're just or you do or you would always because again, like you said, when before you came here, you already had the mindset and you already have you had the idea of what you wanted your sort of community or your sort of you know what what would be around you, you had the idea of what it would be like. Does that like you know when that happens, you know? And we've had conversation around this as far how people react when you're trying to like welcome them, you know, make yourself yeah. You know, how does that? You know, how do you react to that? How do you how do you take that in and go forward with that? Um, well, for me, I think um, it is um, for me. Let me, for myself. Let me, let me use my own, like myself, for example. The way I analyze and process things, right? It is um, there are a bunch of factors that determine, and and for me, I for, so far. What I'll what I'll say is that at least from my experience, it varies. It depends on the person first, and it depends on your own circumstances and emotional and mental state at the time. Now, I have I have put out fillers. There are people that have put out fillers for, and I'm like, oh, my my way of doing it, like generally, is just by inviting you out for something or inviting you out somewhere, and basically to use and to use a simple analogy is just to basically 
um, my process is basically to set an exam for you. Now, so for some people, you can decide to ask tougher questions. For some people, you, you can ask easier questions in this exam, so to speak, depending on who they are and how you meet them. So, the, so, um, so when people say vibe, right? It's for me. It's 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 also another loose word, but the, the, you can pick you can pick inferences from that word because yes, vibe matters. Because when I there are people that I've met, and I'm speaking to them, and in my head I'm like, I don't think I want to be your friend, just because. Mm. Um, just based of what you've seen. Just based on what I've seen, there are simple yeah. things, and there are simple things, and just discussions. Even though, even though, those can still change with time. With time. Yeah, and and also because it takes two, right? I always say that it takes two to build a friendship. Sometimes you don't want to be friends with someone at least initially, but they do things or they show you how much they want to be friends with you, and it can either change your mind or you can you can stay uninterested yeah, depending so on how yeah so for me i think it is a it is it has to be your own process you have to define your own process and what works for you and yeah and see what works for me um when i put fillers out i always say that and it took me a long time to get there i always say that i would never stop trying because of the fear of getting turned down Sounded like a toasting woman. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. That that's where that that's actually where that came from. Because for a long time, when when, when I was shy, like when I used to say, oh, I used to be shy, it was because I'd be like, ah, if I can't talk to this one now, this one will use me. So instead of so yeah, so that fear of that fear of being turned down made me not even talk or try to approach people for a long time. And there was a funny story on too. I think it was in it was in it was in uni. I think it was two or three hundred level when everything changed because there was one time we had a simple project. We we're supposed to present. I'm sure one. If you ask one, the one is our friend by the way. If you ask one, the one they will tell you because she she remembers or people that were in my class in Boeing too. They remember. So we had a simple project that we we're supposed to present in front of the class, and I thought it was going to be easy because I knew the material. It was easy. Just talk. And yeah. And then I got to the front of the class. <coughs> Excuse me. I got to the front of the class and I looked at everyone and I froze. I you ran froze. out. <laughs> I ran out. And <laughs> and it was funny because there were, ah, there were girls in the class. There were a lot of girls that I used to eye. I'll be like, trust me, you know, guys, now. We yeah, you don't, you don't look down. This babe yeah. and everything. And then when that happened, my first thought was, ah, shit, I don't fuck off. Hey, Jesus. Ah. So, but it, it felt like, that experience actually made me more relatable. A lot of people actually warmed up to me more. It was strange. It was strange. A lot of people warmed up to me more. Like a lot of people, a lot more people knew me. And and then it felt like because you know when like you, see, you feel like the worst has already happened, so there was nothing to be shy about. Again. How low? How low? Like, can, yeah, how, low how low can you you get? But how low is it, the low? Yeah, how low? Yeah, you get so. That, that kind of helped me come out of my shell. And then, so that I applied that mentality to friendships as well in the sense that 
it doesn't matter like sure I, I i'll still be respectful and i won't like stalk you or anything like that but if we go out <laughs> i mean if we go out if we go out and like we hang out like you now when you almost like every time i think what was it that was it we met every time i go like, everywhere i go right everywhere i go i i try to meet someone new yeah even if it's just like i talk and everything and just like hey hi and then it can be the random random mess of things sometimes it can be just just about nigeria it can be football yeah. it can be anything but based on how that initial um contact goes yeah then you can always gauge and, and me i also try to read body language a lot you can always gauge like who is welcome to your approach like and then yeah. take it from there but yeah so for me I never allow the fear of being turned down. It happens. It's life. There are people that I've reached out to that I've I've invited. Ah, come through, and they just ignored and they never answered. And that's fair too because you oh. don't really know what they are going through. You don't know the space. A lot, space. Of, a lot of that. A lot of that happens, especially. A lot of that. Happens. Yeah, a lot of that. In this happens. hour, in this hour city, that happens. Yeah, I mean exactly. So, but then it's yeah. just also the maturity and the one or two that actually respond actually make you worth your while. And then you'd be like, okay, because it's not as long as you don't go into it with um it is always it's also not easy because dealing with that rejection, so to speak, um can can bruise your ego a little bit. But it's life. People have people are at different stages, people have different things they are dealing with. So I always just put it out there if I want to be your friend. And sometimes I get feedback to myself. I have like sometimes, like actually like you you said it like we play soccer, right? people reach out to me randomly and like ah okay this and i put them on and the next day they're like reaching out to me they're calling me ah alpha now make i did this mm. and and you appreciate it but you also have to now decide where you want to draw the line because it's really not you just line. can't yeah um you cannot be friends with not everyone. everybody can be your friend yeah not everyone can be your friend if not not everybody just, can be your friend you you'll be you you just so you just like, put yourself in trouble so like we've talked about like making friends in real life right and obviously growing up in in an internet world where like a lot of us became adults online yep. i'll put it that way like a bunch yep, of us a bunch of us millennials became adults online have you like because i have a bunch of friends that i met from twitter like those are and those are those are over the time you know we've celebrated birthdays together we've celebrated graduations together we've had you know milestones in life first job we've celebrated it together you know some of them have even gotten married. We've celebrated their, you know, we've, you know, have attended their weddings or have celebrated their weddings. Some of them have even had kids. And, you know, all, all of this, the relationship started on Twitter, you know, or, you know, or through somebody else that I've met on Twitter or something like that. Like, how does that, you know, how does that come in for you? Like, do you, have you found, have you found that space to be a friendly space or, you've basically or you're one of the few people that have been like uh online people uh, stay online i don't really want to make sure in my real life because there are people like that right that they would rather keep that online thing they'll keep it Separate. online because because you don't know the type of people that you meet online right people yeah. can be crazy you know how like you know have you how have you did you did you do you feel like you're one of the happy to be friends with or you'd rather for me for me i'm a strong believer in person-to-person -person contact like i don't i first of i don't really like to chat 
mm. I'd rather not chat, like, okay. or like, just talk on the phone and whatnot. So, um, I'm okay to make friendships online. However, mm-hmm. if there is no possibility of actually translating that online friendship into, into real life, into real life, then I won't be as invested. I see. However, however, for me, I have kind of worked backwards in the sense that I've made like I make online friends with people that I, I already know in real life. In real life. So if like I'm sure if I look at my my friends like on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, a lot of them, a huge majority of them I've known from somewhere at some point. Mm, okay. Yeah, so that is so. The social media is just your way of keeping in touch. Yes, it's just, or my just way keeping you know keeping yeah. updated in you know exactly. their their yeah. doings, their day to day. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about making friends, right? And now next, my my next thing is friendship breakups. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Is this something that you sort of noted as far? Ah. This friendship is not giving what I wanted to give. I need to find a way to exclude myself, or or you don't, or you don't think, you know? Do you do you feel like at some point some friendships run their course, and everybody should just go their separate ways? As far go do you? No hard feelings. Shout out to you, but you know, or even cases where like. They've been like you know altercations or hmm. arguments, arguments that now become arguments that are not resolvable, or arguments that have gone past the point of where it should have just been resolved. You know, do you always do you feel like you've gotten to that point in some of your friendships or? Hmm. Well, yes and no because um, for me, I I believe that. I believe that there, there shouldn't be any arguments that are not resolvable, first off. I disagree. Let me land. Let me land. Okay. There, shouldn't, there shouldn't be arguments that are not resolvable. Now, for arguments that are not resolvable, right, they come yeah. down to the personalities of the people involved. So mm. the thing is, is easy to just say, oh, someone did this to me and that, 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 that. Yeah. However, I am more focused on why did this person do this, right? Did they just do it because um, they felt some type of way at this or what was the reason? But what I found, like at least in my experience, and I might be wrong, but again, as I to go to tie back to the initial point that made that, you have to find your own process, build your own process, and do what works for you. I strongly believe in live and let live, right? That mm. you, you can only do so much, and at some point, you will now have to decide if you've done enough, and if you satisfy to yourself that you've done enough, and this friendship is not working for me, fine. However, I think a lot, a lot of people focus on, oh, this person did this to me, and that is it. But I'm I for my own process involves trying to understand first and empathize with the reason why this 
argument exists or existed. Now, if, 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 as I said, and from what I've seen so far, is that those arguments occur because of the personalities of the people involved. And generally, people don't generally change. Mm. Majority of human beings don't really change. So in the end... You're going to be who you are. You're going to be who you are. So if mm. someone does something, and I understand that, okay, the reason why this person did this is because of this. It may be childhood trauma or whatever, or they're just selfish people, and that's how they are. It's not left for me to decide, okay, can I still accommodate this person with this behavior or with this personality trait of theirs? The answer can be yes. The answer can be no. Still, depending on the person. Yeah, I feel like you're giving a political answer. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. That it's my process, right? Yeah. It, it It's not exactly political. It's just, for me, it is more... It is realistic. It is how life is. Because whether we like it or not, there are people that we will give the benefit of the doubt for some things and not give the same benefit of the doubt for other to, things. So for other to things other and to other people. So and that cycle never stops. No matter how mm. no matter how much you like it or not, the cycle will not stop. Yeah, I mean there are like, people, Yeah, there like, are people if like, someone if someone I've just met, if someone yeah. I just met does something that's like ridiculous and like for me, it would probably be easier for me to be like, you know what? Yeah. I'm done. Exactly. Like, you know, it's fine. You've not you've not taken off your shoes yet. You can turn around and start going, right? Exactly. I'm, I'm happy to. But then maybe someone I've known for a bit longer. Yeah. I'll probably give that person a benefit of a longer more benefit. Which might, and which also, might, it might and be also, unfair to the new person. Yes, it might be unfair to the new person. And also the fact that this person that is this to other people might not be the same to you. Yeah, like I said, there are people now that maybe you know they are selfish and they're self-centered and they always like to have their way. But yeah. in your friendship, you'll be surprised that it's they are not like that. So yeah. you that's why there is no I don't think there is a right or wrong or yes or no answer. It's just again deciding how you want to manage what, what is your process, and you and again to to add more politics to my answer. <laughs> <laughs> to add more politics to my answer, that process also continues to evolve. I see. So, so yeah. Have you been have you been cut off before? Has someone like cut you off before? Um that you know. That I know. Hmm. Not that I can think of right now. So have you cut Maybe. off people? I've tried to, but <laughs> I think I'm yeah, I'm nice. a pacifist. Yeah, I'm a pacifist at heart. So mm. as much as I'm angry, I'll just wake up one day and be like, mm, it's not worth um, it. Even though, I, I think for me, the thing is, the friendship might not be the same. That's the thing. The friendship I, might I not be the I don't same. Think it's, I don't think it's ever the same. Exactly. Yeah, most times it doesn't usually stay the same. But then again, it's 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 like... It's like it's it, as we said. If you put out, you can give to get. You yeah. and so there are times I've said that okay, I'm not doing this again. I'm done. I'm blah 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 blah. But then the other person, the person actively the person throws yeah the person actively bone. yeah the person actively tries and then you find yourself. But when when it's a question of 
oh, I, I'm, I say I'm done. And the person to say they to they are done. And then everybody goes their own way. Then it literally ends just because. So I think, I think with me, right? I, and you know me, so you, you know me to, to an extent. I have, and not to blow my own one here, I'm very welcoming to people. And I'm always happy to have like, you know, I'm always happy to have people around, right? But then the same way I'm happy to have people around is the same way I could cut them off. I can, you know, like niggas go every day, be like that's it. Like, you know, so just go, so just come. Barack, Barack. Stays. <laughs> you know, Barack, you know, they come off day. And, and you know, I've identified that that might be a problem. And I know it's, I know that it's a possible problem. But at the same time, but but this I'm people, only I'm only responsible. But, I'm, but sorry, I'm only responsible. When you cut off these people, right? Do do any of them actually try to break that barrier and reach out to you, regardless? Which is going to lead to what next? I'm going to talk about okay. in terms of like boundaries, mm-hmm. right? I have, and and if you've noticed, you there will be if you've noticed that there is certain group of people that if I'm somewhere or if, if they are somewhere, you would always see them around me. Mm-hmm. I have my people, right? So in my head, my people are the people that, you know what, whatever the case is, whatever disagreement or whatever, you know, not seeing eye to eye we might have, I owe I owe it to the people, I owe it to these guys that we have to, you know, we'll talk it out. We'll resolve it. We'll see what's going on here. Yeah. You know, like, I think with me and them, we've gotten to a point where I don't think there's there's that one thing that they can do. I mean, it's it will be very, it will be very tough. It'll be very, it'll be something stupid. But something. that would also lead to why, because if it's out of character for them, then it means that something led to that, right? Something led to that, right? So like mm-hmm. those kind of those people, I would always find they would always have grace. I would always give them the grace. I would, and, and I and you know, and I believe, or I would like to believe that they will they will always extend it to me that same level of grace, right? Yeah. And then there are other people like were well, friends, but maybe not as close. And I always tell people, right, how you determine or how you choose to deal with something would always de- would always depend on how much you rate somebody. I agree. So I rate you because if I don't rate you, you cannot be my friend. It would always be alpha, alpha, what's popping, what's popping. I have to rate you for you, for me to invite you into my space, into something I'm, you know, if I'm if I'm hosting people, if I don't rate you, I'm not inviting you. If you like hear about it outside, Probably. you message me and say, ah, so you did this, you did that. Don't get me wrong. If you're, if you're listening to this and I've not invited you to something, it might be that I forgot. It's no fight. You know, it's no fight. It's no fight. It's no fight, right? Some people, like, you know, like I remember them and I'm like, no, nah, I don't think you fit into like the vibe of what I'm trying to get at here. You know, I've had people, I've had people come to me and say, ah, so you did this, you didn't even invite me. Next time you invite me. And I'm like, okay, you know what? We're cool like that. I'll invite you. And I've had people that say, ah, so you did not invite me. Like, 
I'll do a, I'll know another one. Guess who will not be invited? You. It's simple as that, right? So I go back to say, like, if I rate you and you fuck up, there might be a conversation that we would have. But if you fuck up a little bit too much, or if I think you are my person, if I think you're my person and and I get the vibe from someone else or even from you that you don't fuck with me as much as I fuck with you, excuse my language. Like, you know, you're not, you know, you're not with me as, you know, you've not put me where I put you. Me, my, me myself, I'm a very, like, my closest friends, I'm stubborn. Sometimes my screen is going touching my head. I'm like, yep. Yep, you know, go do you. I'm good. I'm not trying to be like, there's no fights. I'll put a boundary there. You know, I would not be as accessible as I would probably once, as I probably once was. And for me, my boundaries start with you having access to me. From when I start to reduce the access, you are becoming out of mind. Your message can come in and you're already archived on WhatsApp. And I've never seen that message. Or I've already muted you on my text messages. So when your message comes in, I don't even see it immediately. And by the time I go to my text messages, you are like 10 messages down. And I can't be bothered to scroll up just just, just to look for you. The same would go on my social media. Yeah, but can I ask though? So yeah, what is what is even like theoretically, right? Does there need to be specific context to those kind of messages? Because if, if for example, right, you you've you've decided that okay, um, I'm restricting access to myself for this person, and like we're not cool like that, right? But yeah. this person reaches out for some kind of help, right? Not necess- that doesn't necessarily validates the past friendship status or otherwise unless right? unless it's unless it's life and death i'm not bending myself i'm not bending myself okay there are some people that they call me today and say Kule, do you know where i can get this from if i don't know i am calling my friends okay i'm reaching out to people to say hey do you know how Excuse me. Do you know how I can get this, or do you know where I can get it from? But if you are, if you're on the other side of the fence, we're like, bye. No, it's like oh, no vex. I don't know. Bye. Do you get my point? Yeah. Like so, that's where, that's where it would be different. Like that's where the communication would be different. That's where the interaction would be different. You know, your birthday comes up, and like, ah, I'm doing birthday dinner. You invite me. Like, oh, sorry, I cannot make it. I might not be doing anything. I might be bored to my mind. People that I know might be there. People that I like might be there. I will see the post. Ah, oh, sorry, I couldn't make it. Hope you had a good time. I don't know if it was, was sorry I couldn't make it. I'll just see it. You had a good time. Shout out to you. God bless you. And, you know, vice versa. Not extending myself you either you know that and that's that's you know that's me 
and that's and I think we've had this conversation before where it's like it's not it might not be the right thing, but in my head it's like yeah and and that's another thing right like what is what is the right thing like it's is there what's the right thing is there a right thing like i, I think we've got into a stage of adulthood at least the way i see it that yeah we like a lot of us are making it up as we go along there is no right way so to speak like okay like the question i initially asked that how many times are you supposed to reach out to someone that's that has told you no the first time before you say okay i'm not doing it again or how many times are you supposed to accept being disrespected before you say okay i'm done you get but there are people that have stuck it out and they're like see what i the feeling i have for this person in a friendship relationship wise or whatever or for their own separate reasons i've been like listen I'm going to stay and I'm going to take it. We can you can sit there and judge them and say, hmm, if it's me, I will not do this. If it's me, I will not do that. But I will not take it. Yeah, exactly. But do you really know? So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, there is no, I don't know. It, it's tough. It's tough, really. That's why my answer still goes back to figure out what works for you. And I mm. it, it kind of ties to the kind of person you are, the kind of person you want to continue to be, and the kind of people you want to allow within your space to your space yeah and like you, you just have to decide that okay for me me i'm especially biased to certain things like yeah. a lot of other people like i know my wife will always my wife will always say that ah just i think your wife thinks kids. you're your wife thinks you're too nice <laughs> She'll probably no say comments. you're too nice. She'll probably no think your, your wife will probably think you're too nice no in terms comments. of like giving grace. No comments. Yeah, I probably am, but that's why this 2023, like this is no grief for anybody. Maybe it was don't, don't take us back. Don't ah, us sorry, back. sorry, sorry, sorry. It's 2040. It's 2040. Jesus. Oh, it feels like my year hasn't really started, bro. Yeah. Um, so going forward, right? Yeah. And and the funny thing is, I was having I was having a discussion with somebody and it was around how our like you know our parents generation mm-hmm. how we felt like their friends like the people that they were friends with or the people that they are friends with like it feels like they've known each other a lifetime and it feels like it's still it's, they've been the same set of friends from their early teens I don't know how old your parents are into like their 70s 50s 60s do you like do you feel like we this current our millennial generation and upcoming gen z or whatever is coming up do you feel like we would be able to replicate that or or like or we don't or we don't think or you know or because i don't think we're that patient with each other to be friends for that long well hmm my straight up answer for you is no. Mm. No. However, I think we are seeing a picture of what we think it is instead of what it might actually be. Now, okay. the fact that our parents' generations, right, like they have friends that they've known for years, 
it doesn't necessarily mean that they've been friends for that whole period. That's one, firstly. And secondly, um, social media has changed a lot mm. from the way life was back then. Like back then, things were much simpler. Those were simpler times, right? Those were simpler times. The I always like to say that the amount of vanity and um, selfishness since then till now has increased what tenfold. Right now, a lot more people are vain and just self-centered, self-absorbed, and they're like all about me, 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 me. Back then, yes, there were a few people like that, but a lot more people, at least let me just use like Nigeria, generally, like us like growing up, our parents were more community-oriented. Yes, they were still selfish people, but a lot more people yeah. were community-oriented in that sense. That has significantly changed. However, so based on that or based on, those facts or sorry those assertions of mine i feel <laughs> like the answer to your question is no, is no that it's not the same but i think that we haven't seen the end of our own process yet mm. i i feel like see i feel like in life the more things change the more they remain the same and it's, it, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's going to be true, but I just have a sneaky feeling that we are going to take a more circuitous route, like a longer route, but we're going to get to the same place. We're still going to know each other. We're still going to know each other. Like, we, just... like, we might not be friends for most of it, but by the time we're, like, in those ages, like 60s, 70s, we will still know each other. Like that, I think life has a way of coming back around. That I don't have any evidence of that, and that's just. So speaking of yeah. speaking of the selfishness, right? And I'm just going to throw this out there, and this is tongue in cheek. Something just came into my head, right? Yeah. Do you feel like, as, and I've, and I, and I think it's something from the past to like, they've always had friendship groups, mm-hmm. you know. They are a group of people that my mom's been friends with for as long as she can remember. But do you think for us, the selfishness, especially sexual selfishness, do you think it's having an effect as per there's a group of friends? Mm-hmm. But just because one guy I know come up from one babe and a body, mm-hmm. you know the rest. Like, <laughs> and 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 like and sort of you know that would happen and it's and it would almost alter the dynamic of that group of friends where like it goes a bit sideways and people are forced to pick sides and from people picking sides a group of seven people become two groups of two groups of fours and threes no, it becomes two people of fours and threes, and from mm-hmm. fours and threes, two people are splitting, two people are closer, or you know, and it never just comes around again. Like I feel like I've sort of seen it happen in a few places, 
where there's always that one situation between two people. Or most times, it might just be one situation that everybody has with one person that sort of splits everything down the line. And maybe in the future, everybody outgrows it and be like, that was childish. Yeah. We, we didn't need to have that. Mm-hmm. Maybe our parents have had that. Exactly. That's 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 the point I was trying to make. That it, it, what what it looks like it looks like it's it looks it's it, it, it looks from, hopeless right now. Yeah. That, okay, that it's bad. But I I just think that I just have a sneaky feeling that that's life. That our parents had that as well, but yeah. we weren't there to see it. And and because there wasn't like social media then, and. I, I'm remembering right now, like I know my dad had a journal or diary once, and our parents' generations they had diaries. If any, if, if I, I wish people had like people could provide references or just talk about what they've read in their parents' diaries. You would see that, like there is nothing new that's going on. I I really don't think that there is anything new that is going on right now. I always just say that the the level or the frequency has increased from mm. generation to generation but it doesn't mean that there's nothing that we've started as a generation no so to to your point to your point yes i agree that it looks it looks really hopeless looks now it, it looks bleak because yes a lot of people are more self-centered and just self-absorbed and listen yeah i want what i want to so go and die kill yourself if you don't if you don't leave. take it from me if you don't take it ahead and then because of that people just keep doing what they're doing and it leads to other reactions and also because when someone does something it takes extra maturity to be able to look past it and just say hmm, leave it feel a bit you get not a lot of people are willing to do that especially when as we've said, if it's a character trait, it is something that is most likely to repeat itself over and over and over and over. So in the end, um, even if you want to overlook it the first time and you say the second time and third time, at some point, you're just going to be like, nah, this is ridiculous. I'm, tar- I'm, tired, yeah, of, I'm, I'm tired, tired of it. it. I'm tired of it, yeah. So, yeah, so it, it looks bleak, but I feel like it will still come around that in the end, we're just going to, we don't have any choice but to find a way to live with these people and actually try to build bridges and mend fences. Mend fences. Okay. Um, we've been talking for a bit. I mean, I didn't expect us to talk for this long. But I feel like we can, we can go on and on and go like in different iterations and have like different angles to different things. But I will bring it to something that you probably have experience in. So you're grown, you you have friends, now you're married. Yeah. How and I'm you know, and I'm guessing you've had you have friends of the opposite gender and your partner, your wife would also have friends of the opposite gender. Yeah. How you know, how do you eventually navigate those friendships where like it's you know you're not cutting a friend off and at the same time you're having you know so like tell 
your 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 friend, you know, you having to like respect your marriage in relation to like communicating with people from like you know, it, and sometimes even guys like you know, yeah. How are you like balancing that? Being your, being the husband, being like being the man, being the being the husband to your wife, being being a father to your child, and being a friend to your friends, because. I say this, and I probably like this person probably listen because I I saw something on Instagram and and like someone that I know is basically just talking about how she misses her friends that are guys that are married because like feels like they got married and that's it, it's over, like no communication, no you know. How have you been able to like navigate that? Um. Well. I would say what the first thing I would say is um, it's a continuous process, right? It doesn't, there is no off and on switch that you just say, okay, this is how it is. Um, because human emotion is, is cyclical, like it changes. And um, for us, what, what I would say, like we, try to do like in our marriage was to keep an honest um keep an honest um background so to speak like laid out from the beginning and like okay i have male friends like as you as you rightly mentioned like so my wife has male friends i have female friends so um because of the kind of people like we have always been, it would have been asking for a lot to just say, oh, I don't want you talking to this person. I don't want you talking to that person. Cut it off. For some people, it works for them. Now, to to what extent and to how much it makes them either happy or miserable, it varies. You understand? There are, there are marriages that I, I'm guessing there are marriages that the husband has said. I mean, there are relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, relationships. Relationship they are like, yeah, they're like, but the guy, oh, the guy will say, okay, I don't like this person. I don't like, don't talk, to, I don't want you to talk to this person again. Yeah, you get, and they're officially no, I'm saying like the, the, the mm. partner probably has good reason for saying, you know, I'd rather you not talking to this person. Okay, but that that can also be relative because um then then if you say the partner has good reason, that means the partner is doing it for themselves. Is that really fair? <laughs> so that's the thing. So there are a lot of questions. It's like saying, okay, because me, I always look at it like like if I say, okay. I don't want you talking to this person. Yeah. I'm saying that even no matter how, no matter how or what I've seen or what I think that, yeah, maybe I'm seeing things that, that the other person might not be seeing, but in the end, I'm saying that because of me, you're putting your own feelings before the about, other person. It's not about the other person. It's about exactly. It's not about the person. It's about you. Now in some marriages or relationships that could work. If yeah. the man already knows that, ah, see, I'm all about my wife. Anything she wants, fine. Alternatively, it could be the wife saying, "Ah, well, my husband, if his female friends, that will make him happy. 
let him talk. You get so it's it, it works again. You probably say I'm giving a political answer, but for for my own for like our own marriage, right? We have always just said that. Listen, we we have we've always had friends of yeah. the opposite sex, and what we've tried to do is to make our friends friends of the family friends of the family friends of the family so as much as you can so still... that, was, that was actually going to lead me to like the one the, the questions like do you not eventually find out find yourselves being friends with your partner's friends as well? yeah yeah you know. and yeah that's so for me for me right uh, just to use our own example like i and my wife um yes all like our friends are friend, friends of the family because sometimes but, it's hard to distinguish who is your friend and who is your wife's friend well when every when everybody's sometimes when everybody's around like, yes that is that is supposed to it be, can, be it can be idea, it can be it optimum. can be usually it can yeah like can be confusing right and yeah. sometimes like i feel like some of your own friends have now become more of our friends yeah but that that's how, that at least for two of us that's how it's always been even even in nigeria before we moved to canada so canada is not even like it's not even a new situation oh. even 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 in nigeria there are people that that's that have, have friends that are my friends now and there are people that are my friends that have friends now so um i guess in the end it's it is what a relationship is or a friendship is supposed to be in the sense that you're supposed to be able to. I mean, it doesn't always work I, because when you add human emotion and real life and reality, because as I've said, people always want to make their own feelings paramount. But you have to now be able to navigate those situations together. But the idea is, or what we did was to try to build a basis of honesty and trust. That, okay, this person is my friend, though. This is the story. This is how we met. This is the status. So that tomorrow, she do, we don't, I don't even need to know all the details. But I should be like, ah, ah, this is my friend, though. He says, say hi. Oh, what happened? Ah, see what happened, though. This is this, 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 this. And they cut up, or when she's on the phone, I don't have to now like be you're, sure not, you're not snooping around. You're, you're not, you're not snooping and thinking, oh, who's this person you're talking to? Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That is the ideal outcome, but it's not always like that. It doesn't always happen. Even in those, even in that um, ideal scenario, there are still, still things time. that... There's still yeah, time. There's still time. Yeah, so for me, I'll still always be like, oh, okay, ah, are you okay? Like, this is it, this is it. Yeah. If, you have, if you feel any type of way, talk. Let me, let's know. So it's the communication as well. In addition to that, that would also help navigate yeah. like those situations. So it's mm-hmm. tricky. It's always going to be just because with with friendships, it's 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 always it's it's always tricky. There's I mean, no friendship is, friendships is not. A, I don't think it's a one-hour conversation or like a, you know. I feel like you can go and no 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 yeah. again. You gotta get on with your day and you know this has. I've I've actually enjoyed I've enjoyed this so I mean yeah uh, always we always we always we always enjoy catching up now. If yeah you know, we'll so. probably have been watching it right now. <laughs> it's on it's on the screen on my I side. Know, right? I'm looking <laughs> at it on my side. But yeah, um if you if you've listened so far, thank you for listening. Thank you for still staying on. Hope you've enjoyed 
this conversation as much as I've enjoyed having it. Um, you know, thank you again to you guys for listening. I cannot say thank you enough. I looked at the number of people that listen and I was like, ah, okay. So people actually like me like this. Nah, but, nah, you now nah, why did you you said it now? I mean, the allegations. So, but yeah, thank you for everyone that has shared the podcast, for everyone that will continue to share the podcast. Thank you very much. Please do not forget to leave a comment, to leave a review. If there's anything, you know, let me know your opinions on friendships, how you've navigated your friendships. Have you been cut off in a friendship before? You know, have you broken up with a friend? DM me, you know. You know me, I'll laugh. I like to laugh. DM me, we'll laugh at it. You'll be confidential, but DM me. I'll make wait, wait. Sorry, will you get to that stage where people start sending you secrets and no, please? Ah, I'm interested though. When they start telling you, oh, I cheated on my this person, this person. Ah, we we'll use, we we'll like use, we'll use, we'll I like use, a key. If we do that, we'll use our anonymous link for that one. Okay, okay, okay. We'll use our anonymous, anonymous link. link don't do that. Oh, yeah. Um, again, guys, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends to listen. If you like what we've talked about, if you have feedback for me, please. DM the pod account, DM my personal account. And yeah, thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. Whatever time you're listening, if it's in the morning, have a good day. If it's in the afternoon, enjoy the rest of your day. If it's in the night, have a good night, have a good week, whatever part of the week. I hope you've had a good week. I don't care. As long as when you guys are listening, you're enjoying yourself and you're, whatever you're doing next, you're having a good time. Thank you. So before I go, I'll ask you one final question. What song are you currently listening to? What's the song that you start? You want to listen to music. You are using it to start your. You are using it to start. Nigerian song or foreign song? You know what? Give me one Nigerian one for it. <laughs> Chike and Mobad. Ego That's or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that song. I like. I've always liked Chike. Actually, Chike is one I actually like. Oh, you like Chike? It's one I like. Yeah, I like Chike. Thank God, there's somebody you like. I, I actually like Chike. I like Jibo. <laughs> I don't know if you know Jibo. Jibo is old though. Yeah, I see, I like, see. I have a few people that I like. Jibo never blue. That's my problem. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I remember I, the first Jibo song. Adura Elijah. Yeah, ah, Jibo, Jibo never song. I remember the first Jibo song I listened to. I think it was Over. Mm. Yes, over, Over, something like that. I yeah, it just never blue. Okay. Chike and Mobile. Yeah, Which one is the Mubatu. foreign one? I actually like Mubatu. Ah, Mubatu. Mubatu is my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like Mubatu. I think I like yeah, I've, I've been at your house a few see? times where you've played Mubatu. You Mubat. see? Yeah, yeah, you see? Yeah. yeah. I like Mubatu. Mubatu, Mubat, there was not enough time for you not to like Mubatu. Mm. <laughs> I feel like there was not enough time for you not to be like, ah, this Mubatu, I don't have for your song. There was not enough time. No, I don't think I'd have got that on Mubatu. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I, I like his style. That like okay. his style of music, like see the thing about me, I like when I listen to songs that I can pick things from, I can pick messages from. It's not mm. everything ah, go, go, back, 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 dance. Back, to, back, to, back, to, back, to, back. I actually like Kiss Daniel. I don't mind Kiss Daniel, but swear, I will swear, not swear. you will not hear me standing him just because some of the songs are just I'll hear yeah. it and I've forgotten about it. So for me, it's is it's strange. Well, anyway. So Chiki and Mobadi. Um which other one? Which other one? Which other one? Passenger. That's the one I listen to every day. 247 365. <sighs> okay. yeah. The Boston, the Boston Massachusetts, however you pronounce that in years coming out. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. 
But yeah, Thanks thank you, thank me. you, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. I know it was short notice. I didn't really give you that much of a heads up. But thank you for coming. Thank you for engaging with me. Thank you for chilling in Kay's little corner. Hope hope the corner was not too small. We had enough space to wiggle your legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope I hope that in the future when I say, Oh yeah, come and record with us, you come. Uh-uh, you no you give us you give us that time. No doubt. At least you stop uh-huh. hounding me now that I should start my own podcast. Hey, I would prefer not to speak. <laughs> if I speak, if I speak, I'll be in trouble. If I speak, well, this, I'll this be works. In this works. This works for me. This works for me. No Thanks, problem, thanks for having me. Right, thank you very much. Uh, All right. Yeah, All right. guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.